Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Hi friends, today I am chatting with you guys and letting you guys know that I have finally brought on a management team for Emma's Edition. But before I dive in and talk about why I decided to bring on a management team, um, I wanted to share with you guys that Maddie and I recently hung out. Um, I did not realize that there were um, some listeners out there who are wondering what happened to Maddie. She actually stepped away from content creation and the Creative Edition podcast, um, I think in the fall of last year or summer of last year. It's all kind of blurring. Um, she decided to focus on her corporate career um, and not work two jobs. I just know how hard that is because I did balance content creation in a corporate career for a long time. And for her, it was the right thing to do to take a step back from content creation and take a step back from the podcast so she could focus on her corporate career. But just because she stepped back does not mean we are not still friends. Um, she is fine. She's healthy. As I'm recording this, she's in Ireland right now, living her best life. Um, we are still friends. Um, we actually went to the Bloomies um, opening like pre-event party just this past week and we got dinner and caught up and yeah, she's doing great, you guys. And we're still friends. I, again, I didn't realize that some of the listeners were like, what happened to her? If they, so they might've, so if you missed that episode um, way back then, Maddie does share why she decided to, to take a step back from content creation in the podcast, but did want to let you guys know we're still friends. We still chat. She's come over, met Braxton. Um, and again, we recently got dinner and she's doing just fine. All right, friends. So I wanted to jump in and share with you guys um, why I decided to bring on a management team for Emma's Edition. So a little bit of backstory. If you've been following along my journey um, and following me on Instagram here on the podcast, you know that I managed brand partnerships on my own from 2016 to 2022. So 2016, I was still, you know, a brand new blogger. Blogging was like the big thing at the time. I still have my blog. Um, Instagram was my primary social media channel and it still is. And I started working with brands in a gifted capacity and just learning, right, this space learning how to create content consistently, learning how to produce high quality content, figuring out who I was, you know, as a creator, as a blogger, as a brand. And then from there, really just continue to work with brands until I got brave enough to start asking to be paid. In 2018, um, I made a goal to make $10,000 in brand partnerships. I was still working full-time in my aerospace career. I was um, going to graduate school. Um, I got my master's in digital media on top of that, and I was still creating content. So it was a very busy time of my life, but I loved, you know, social media and, you know, literally my master's is in digital media. So I was really inspired to continue to keep creating content for my channels. Um, and I actually met that financial goal and I've continued to set financial goals, continue to work with brand partnerships. That's the main way I make money as a creator. And yeah, I never really knew when or like when the right time it would be to bring on a manager. Even when I was working full-time, it probably would have made a big difference, honestly, in like freeing up my time if I decided to like bring on a manager or a management team. But I continued to do that because 
at least like with the influencer industry and the influencer space, I feel really confident on the business side of things because I mean, my undergrads in business, again, worked for corporate America, worked in aerospace for six years. So I really understood like the language of business. I understood how PR companies worked. I understood how influencer agencies worked as a former project manager. I just understood the whole cycle of brand campaigns. And um, yeah, I really just got that. So I, I just didn't know if or when I would ever bring on a manager. But at the end of last year, fall of last year, I got pregnant. Um, and if again, if you've been listening on the podcast, you know, I had Braxton in the end of June. And so um, when I got pregnant, that was really my first time I experienced, I mean, my first trimester, I was so tired, so fatigued. I've never like experienced fatigue like that in my life. Like there were days I literally was like laying in bed and that I, that's like never happened to me before. And so really um, Q4 end of last year, um, really struggling like during the first trimester, I did not take on as many brand campaigns just because I didn't have the energy and um, I was dealing with nausea. I remember like dealing with nausea, like I couldn't even drink water on an empty stomach without getting sick. And so, yeah, that was like the worst of it. And so really at the end of last year, that's when I really started thinking, okay, I really probably should think about like what it would be like to bring on a manager. So um, just earlier this year, um, I started to really just like think about it. And it wasn't until I actually talked to Lizette from Influence with Impact. She came onto the podcast, shared her story, shared, you know, how she came um, came up with Influence with Impact, like her journey as a creator. Um, she also was um, a former director of influencer partnerships at one of the PR companies that she worked at. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like she knows what she's doing. And then I learned and discovered that part of her business is actually representing other creators. And so that really kind of like planted the seed in my head. And I was like, okay, if there's anyone who I feel like would be a great fit in representing me, someone I trust and know, like who has like great expertise within the industry, both on the creator side and the agency side, I think it's going to be her. I actually did not approach her right away about that. I interviewed her again for the podcast and I kind of thought about it, you know, really like marinated, like thought about like what it would be like to have someone represent me. And ultimately in the spring, I reached out to her and I said, Hey, you know, um, I know this isn't like the, like, the main part of your business. And, you know, she has many ways that she, um, she manages her, her business with influence with impact. But I, I said, Hey, would you be interested in potentially, you know, managing me? Um, I know she's very selective about like who she brings on to represent. And we had another zoom call chatted about it and ultimately decided to work together. And so, officially, yeah, I officially signed with Influence with Impact. They are my main management team. And I'm very grateful that I get to work with Lizette and Maria. Um, They've been awesome in helping me navigate partnerships. So I was actually right in understanding like how limited my time is as a new mom. Um, And to give you guys like a little bit of insight, like I knew this time would be very busy, but actually living it, like living with a four and a half, five month old baby, on top of like trying to create content and manage brand partnerships is a lot. And so I'm very grateful that I did line up, you know, having a management team handle those relationships. So as a new mom, again, friends, my time is really limited to give you guys some insight. I will wake up 
to pump between like 5.30 and 6 a.m. I prep bottles because I found that pumping and um, giving Braxton like the expressed milk is like is like the best way for, for us to know that like he's getting enough during the day. And it's also really helped him like sleep at night. And then after I like prep bottles in the morning, um, I try to go back to sleep, um, if I can. And then I'm usually up around seven 30 or and 8 AM to get Braxton started for the day. And so I just have that time, you know, that five 30 to 7 30 a.m. in the morning. Like that's like my only time in the morning. And sometimes I really do try to like squeeze a nap in before the day starts. And then, you know, Braxton will go to bed anytime between 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. It just depends when he falls asleep. And then I have an hour or so after that. And if I don't have help with childcare during the week with my mom, I only have his nap times, which right now are still averaging around 45 minutes. The other day he gave us like an hour and a half nap and I was literally jumping for joy. Everyone keeps telling me that naps are going to get like longer and I'm like, okay, just can't wait for like longer naps because I feel like I'm literally sprinting when he's napping between 30 to 45 minutes. Um, It's really not a lot of time when you have to pump and, you know, read emails and load the dishwasher and whatever else you need to do. So my time is limited. And again, as a creator whose main mode of making money is doing brand campaigns, managing relationships and brand campaigns takes a lot of time. Um, And if you are a creator who primarily works with brands, you know that you wear multiple hats. You are not just the creator, right? I've actually talked about this in previous episodes. Um, If you're working with brands, you're also the account manager, you're the one managing the relationship. You're the point person for that brand. You're talking to both the agency and sometimes there's an in-house brand person that you need to communicate with. Um, you're the creative, right? You come up with the concepts. You submit those concept documents. You actually create the content itself. You're doing the revisions. Um, there's a lot you do as the creative. And, and I think for for creators, a lot of them, you know, that's like the only role you think about. But and it's a big role, it's the main role, but there's still other things you have to do. Additionally, you're the project manager, right? Like I know this was very real for me um, before I brought in the management team, right? I was the one managing the brand timelines and every partnership goes through a process, right? There's initial conversations, then there's negotiations, then there's contracting and there's back and forth all between that. After you finally like sign the contract, then you actually have to do the content creation piece, you publish the content, you do all the reporting. There's a lot of friends, right? Creators are not just creators. They're account managers, they're project managers, right? And on top of that, the actual creative, you know, itself. So I feel like I knew, I mean, again, I've been doing like brand partnerships on my own for so long. Like I had a very, I have a very, very thorough understanding about what goes into every brand campaign. Um, And I knew how time intensive it is to read through those contracts, right? Like scanning through the contract, making sure things are, you know, brands aren't asking for content in perpetuity, right? Making sure that, you know, if they are asking for usage, we're charging appropriately for it. Um, And then also on top of that, right, as a creator, you also have to be mindful about like continuing to increase your rates. And sometimes, honestly, friends, like it's easier to like ask for a higher rate when it's someone doing it for you. I mean, I feel like with my influencer friends, like I'll tell them, I'm like, you need to raise your rate. Like you're charging too low at a thousand dollars. You should be charging three or whatever that it may be. Right. 
So yeah, that's just like a little bit of context. Like I know there's a lot of work that goes into the brand campaigns that I knew bring on a management team would help with help alleviate that. And so my management team is the one who does the negotiating, right? They're the ones who send my rates. They're the ones who read through the contracts and uh, make sure that everything, you know, is in line with what we agreed to. They're the ones who also like ask for, um, you know, adjustments to the timeline if I need more time because they know how busy I am. So it's been very helpful to have them. Additionally, I was going to say before I brought on a management team, I made six figures as a creator for three years in a row. And so if you hear that, you're probably like, why would you bring on a management team if you are already making money? I feel like some influencers and and creators are like, oh, I need to be signed so I can make more money. But I actually feel like you should feel confident in like how you already make money as a creator. And then that way, if you do bring on someone and you have that keen understanding, you know, like what to look for, you know what it looks like for someone to negotiate and create opportunities. And so that being said again, right, like I'm pretty confident both on the influencer and the business side. And so I know what great work looks like. And just because, you know, I'm not negotiating for myself now doesn't mean I don't know what to, what to look out for. I'm still CC'd on all the emails just so I see the conversations and it's, that's very helpful. And so it's just something to be mindful of. Again, I feel like a lot of creators and influencers are like, oh, I need to be signed so I can actually like make money. Um, but I would actually advise that you like get a good handle in like how you want to run your business. Right. And like, understanding like what goes into those partnerships. So you also know what to look for. Um, so how's it going so far? I feel like that's like one of the questions that's probably going to pop up, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like, has it been worth it? Like, what is it, what does it look like? Have you seen a big difference with your, you know, brand campaigns this season? And so, so far it's been great. Um, you know, my management team has negotiated my first five, five figure deal this season. I'm very, very helpful with that. And also I think I already said this, but it's been really helpful for someone to manage the communication between me and the brand. I recently, um, had like an in-store event and there was like a lot of back and forth, lots of things that like the brand wanted me to see. And it was so helpful for my management team to just kind of decipher like what I needed to do. They literally put it in like a meeting notice. They're like, Hey, here's all the important information. It's in a meeting notice. Just check your calendar. And then you can like read through it before you attend this event. And that's very helpful. Additionally, I feel like it's nice to kind of have someone like project manage you. Um, I feel like, I feel like maybe in a few months I'll have like a better handle on like what's coming my way. Um, I'm usually much better, but again, like being a new mom and like being focused on Braxton and adjusting, right? Like I feel like I cannot get the date straight in my head right now. It's literally like mom brain. I, it's a real thing, friends. So it is helpful to have someone or, you know, have a team of people help keep you organized. Um, so yeah, friends, that's kind of my big update for Emma's edition. Finally brought on a manager. Um, and if you have any more questions, friends about bring on a manager, feel free to ask me or send me a note or a message on Instagram. Again, it took me a long time to finally do this. It literally took me like getting pregnant, having a baby, and then realizing, okay, like this is the right time to do this. Um, and I'm happy to just like chat about my experiences and also like just give some insight on like what's worked and what's not worked for me so far. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition and at The Creative Edition. 
sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.